banger. Hola. <risa> Señores y señoras. Y señoritas. Bienvenidos. <risa> Too deep. Hey, hey, we're back. We're back. Jumping right into it, ladies and gentlemen. This episode brought to you by Modelo Especial. That's our beer for the day. Haven't tried this. We know it's a banger. I'm surprised we haven't gotten it, gone to well, it. Well, we said season two last season. We said we were going to try it. Or maybe it was during the finale. I, think I don't it was know when, the we finale. S- when we said it, but I At mean, some point regardless. We said, I saw it today. I thought of it. And then, you know, had to get it. So here we are. 100%. This is like... The, the bottle's Mex- dope. The bottle's is, fucking dope. This is the Mexican beer to try. I mean, there's is no... Is it, though? Would you say this is more notorious yes. than Corona? Corona's more common among... Americans? All right, listen. Um, or among Americans, you'll see Americans drinking Coronas on the beach. But if you go to a... Con- this is not even, like, being, like, a- any... Like, I've just been in a- on enough construction sites to where mm. different... <laughs> different... Uh, nationalities of people drink their own type of beer yeah, right yeah yeah and what do the mexicans drink modelos modelos yeah i mean that if if they're drinking it you know yeah then that that goes to show i mean you know i've had it before and i've also had the negra the black one which is decent i have had the negra it's decent very very good but i don't really remember the taste of the regular one if i'm being honest so I think it's a better Corona, to be honest. Golden, full-flavored, Pilsner-style lager with a clean, crisp finish. Well, let's we'll be the fucking judge of that. <laughs> we'll pop it open. And, oh, uh, oh shit. You know, you let's know just this. for the record, uh, Paul doesn't know how to open a Modelo. He tried peeling off the fucking gold wrapping. Dude, I don't drink Mexican beer. Although I'm excited to try uh, t- to have this again. Yeah. I actually am. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that was clean. Bro, this just, like, straight up reminds me of Corona. Like, do all Mexican beers taste like this? What was the other Mexican beer that we had? It reminds me of Corona, but I swear, I swear it's different. I swear it's different. What was the other one? Uh, Dos Equis. Yeah, it's it's obviously better than Dos Equis. Dude, I think this is better than Corona. I feel like there's there's a little bit... No, but I could see how this is super similar to Corona. Bro, if I'm being honest... I would need to have a Corona side by side because this dead ass tastes like Corona. In my opinion, like if someone pointed a gun to my head and fucking said you need to decide whether this is Corona or Modelo, and I was blindfolded, I'd be dead. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. No, no, no. If you said I'd that, if, if no, no, no. If they, if you close your eyes and they asked you. What kind of beer is this? You'd say Corona. But if you said Corona or Modelo, I think I could tell the difference slightly. I need to have them side I need, by I side. I know I need to have them side by side, but I don't know if it's the smaller bottle, though. I, I don't know what it is, but I could taste the slight difference. What is it? Like, why are these brewed in a way that they taste like this? I don't get it. I mean, Whatever. it's Mexican beer, and it's like a... These are usually like summer beers, like beach mm-hmm. summer beers, you know? That's why... It, yeah, yeah. If I'm being honest, I would take a Corona over this. Because. Wow. because okay, I mean, let's do the fucking rating. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. For reference, can we scroll up to the other ratings? I need. I want. I just want to make sure I'm 
doing a proper benchmark uh, using like a Oh, like the actual ranking rankings? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that is true. Now we have some options we could choose from. All right. Yeah, I got my rating, I think. Ready? Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Six point nine. Fucking wow. Hell, wow. We're on point recently. <laughs> this class. We're on That's point. class. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, 6.85. 6.85 average rating brought to you by Modelo Especial. No, no, no. I mean, again, it's like something that I could drink. I could drink this. But it's not not like my first choice off the shelf. I mean, there's a reason why I'm a fucking dirty Uh, Polak uh, and pick different beer. Speaking of which, I want to hop right into this because this is just a quick touch on this subject. Because I don't want to talk about the Euros the whole time. Okay. But we do have to talk about my team that's in it, the Polish. They tied Germany? No, no, they tied Spain. They tied Spain. So the first game... I haven't watched it. The first game was a complete embarrassment, right? Play against Slovakia. The game game in the group, it was the first game that they're supposed to win. But typical Polak style, they go down 1-0, giving off a stupid goal, right? Then they score first minute of the second half, and they're on top of the Slovaks. 1-1. And they're on top of them. 63rd minute, this fucking egghead on Poland. Oh, no. Sky. What's his Krychowiak, name? No. Right? On a yellow, decides it just no discipline, st- stomps on a dude and get gets sent off. Gets a red card. So there you go. Down to 10 men. As soon as I and saw that. How much that, time left? It was the 63rd minute. Damn. Wow. I knew at that point. I said, done. It's over. Sure enough, what happens? The Slovaks score. 2-1, game over, they lose. Now their tournament life's on the line. If they lose the second game to Spain, the game that they're supposed to be, they were supposed to win the Slovakia game so that they, so that, you know, and they were favorite, heavy favorites in the Slovakia game. Spain game, obviously heavy underdogs. Yeah. They come out first half, Spain score. I'm sitting there, we're having a family party. I'm thinking this is over, this is done. And then Lewandowski shows why he's, Fucking the best striker in the world. Yeah, banged it. Buries, buries a header. Goal. Although he missed an easy chance in the first half, which I'm, I was pissed about, but he made up for it with that header. And they ended up hanging on. After I don't know if you saw Spain's missed penalty, dude. Fucking no, shambles really? off the. Po- they got a pen. Damn. A minute after Poland scored, this wow. idiot, another idiot on Poland, steps <laughs> on the dude in a in the box. What's it with fucking Polish PK. people giving up fucking? They're PKs. stupid. They're idiots. They're idiots. <laughs> they idiots. Always, and I have a fr- I, all my friends like we. No, everyone is like realistic, like Polish fans. You know, we're not like fuck. We, we will admit it, except one of my friends who like watches all the Polish national team vlogs. Like he's a fucking yeah. <laughs> mad positive. One of them ones. But but me, I, I predicted three. Spain actually before the game I said it yeah and then fucking what happened the 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 penalty happened I was like oh this is over fucking hits the post ball comes back dude on Spain has an open goal misses wide bro and fucking they tied 1-1 so now tomorrow because we're recording this on Tuesday is Poland versus Sweden you guys will know my mood based on yeah they gotta win to go through or what's they they have to win to go through they have to win they're playing Sweden one Damn. If they lose or tie, done. It's beans, and I drink myself to sleep. Yeah, it is what Until, it is. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see what happens. A lot of pride on the line, <laughs> but if Damn. if they win, yeah, watch. I haven't really been watching the Euros, but I'm on Twitter, so I see the highlight of like 
the good goals and shit like that. I saw, I forget who it was against Russia. Goalkeeper makes a great save, diving to his left. Breakaway, saves it, spread eagle, fucking saves it with his fucking dick, I'm pretty sure. And then it pops out on top of the 18. Guy one time strikes it into the top left corner, fucking crack uh, Christensen. It. Christensen, yeah, that was on for Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was yesterday. I watch all the Euro games while I'm at work. I don't want that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, fuck work, right? Well, I mean, no, I, I mean, I, I don't mind work. It's just that, I, I mean, when I'm doing <laughs> stuff, it's not really like I'm being watched or anything. Yeah. And like, I'm actually doing work, but I have it on the back. On the side. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Except tomorrow during the Poland game. That's when I'm like more focused, you know. On the game. Obviously. Yeah. You got to fucking focus on that shit. USA just won the national cup. That yeah, was dude. big against I Mexico. Bro, and, and that, I mean, that was like a big. That, How about that PK save? Oh, dude, that was nuts, bro. What's nuts. his name? Fucking... Oh. Havard? Something Havard? I, I forgot. Fuck. But all I know is my... You know, I, I told you. I actually trained with him yesterday. I just yeah. told you before we started who was part of the squad. He was he didn't play, but... Because he, he ended up going to... Uh, he got married a few weeks ago. Damn. Right afterwards. Matt Miazka. His, his younger brother is like my best friend. Yes. And man's just pulled up to, to my training session yesterday for my team. Just started training with us, dude. Guy's on a different level, obviously, compared to, like, us, you know? Yeah. Class. Class. My fucking uh, work on Wednesdays, they have a soccer team. They don't have, like, I, a team. I peeped th- this today, right? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to mention it. I'm mad funny. So, like, every Wednesday, they literally get together at some field. And they'll play, like, 5v5, 6v6, 7v7, like, against each other. Like, it's not, like, our team against some other team type shit. Uh, but they have jerseys. Like, it's real. Like, like mad that. tough. I like that. So, obviously, I worked there before, and they knew I played soccer. So, like, first week I went in there, everyone's asking me, oh, we, we play soccer now. You want to play? I'm like, fucking, yeah, of course. First week, they couldn't get the field. Second week, I had to take Summit to the hospital. Not the hospital. The vet. Because her stomach was fucked up. That was last week. So this yeah. week, I'm going to play. And I believe it was my first week when they were asking me. They were. They said, uh, you want a jersey? Like, you want a jersey? I was like, of course. And they asked me, what number do you want? What do you want on the back? You got names, everything. I have the jerseys right here. One green one, one white one. Like, mad legit. Mad legit. The question is, are you playing out in the field or on? They're gonna have me in goal, but like I'm gonna go out in the field, you know, eventually because like around. whatever, dude. But I do want to start in goal because uh, I've been hyping myself up and telling yeah, them really yeah, none yeah. of them were gonna score on me. But I've been out of the game for like. Yeah, bro. A while. But you're going. You're going against these corporate dudes who are like fucking. There's a couple interns that are my age that have played soccer before. All right, yeah, and there's but a couple. That's athletic. the key. There's the key word: have played soccer before and athletic. Like that doesn't mean that you can fucking play. You know, at, at least at the level mean. that you're used to playing at. So you're gonna see. It's but anybody be like a can major rocket drop. a ball from six yards out, not giving a fuck where it's going, and blast it into the top corner every once in a while. You How know? big is the field? It's a bit. No, it's like it's like so five. Oh, okay, it's yeah. off walls and shit. Where's where's the shot? I don't know. They told me. Regardless, this defeats the purpose of the story. Where I'm trying to get to. So today I was chilling uh, at some fucking meeting, going over some like system that they use at at Shamrock, and the guy who orders the jerseys comes up, and he starts handing out jerseys, 
because earlier some people only had green and they needed to get another order to get them the other shirts. But that order went in before he put in my order. So I my jersey with Caruso and Zero on the back, like, still hasn't come in. But he was like, you want a jersey still, right? You're playing tomorrow. I was like, of course. And he showed me the only one it had. <laughs> and the extra jersey that they sent was number one with the name Boss on the back. <laughs> and there's only two people that know it was the two people in the meetings, and they weren't my bosses. So I'm going to pull up with that. And, like, all the supervisors play and, like, all the higher-ups play. And they're going to see that. And they're going to think that I specifically asked for number one and boss. <laughs> but I'm going to rock it. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, it wasn't me. I'm going to be like, no, but this is my you could play it off on the field. Dude. Yeah, and eventually. You eventually, could be like, you're the boss in the office, but I'm the I'm boss, the boss on, on the field. field. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say that. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So That's kind of fire, though. Yeah, Fuck the jersey's me. pretty cool too. I peeped it and you showed me. Oh well, you sh- you sent it. And it's an XL. I put it on my Snapchat story, my yeah, private yeah, yeah. one. So yeah, if you didn't see it, you're not on my private story. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, but but sorry. yeah, no that. I mean, dude, I I've been looking forward to like corporate league, like retirement. Yeah, just you know? no fucks given, fucking around. Yeah, dude, I still have one more season of serious ass fucking shit dude which is um, I'm like fucking but you're there you got it I mean bro I'm coming to all the games that are at home games I'm coming to all of them and I will not give a fuck on the bench wait let's or not on the bench this is actually good this is actually good to talk about cause Uh. yeah I I will be returning to NGIT after speculation of (laughs) me not being able to come back fuck everyone (laughs) who said that I wasn't gonna be back cause yeah I fucking got my vaccine exemption so everyone could go fuck themselves. Although I have to get tested twice a week and wear a mask around campus. Which Damn, I think is, that's the fucking rule. Yeah, but I'm gonna buy some like funny ass like mask, like mm. probably something along the lines of like arrest Fauci and Gates or something like that. You know, like you should do the one of the masks that is just your face printed on the mask, so it looks like you're not wearing a mask. You know, you know what I'm de- talking. Yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Although, like, like I feel like it would be kind of funny if, like, I was walking around. Oh yeah, you can mix it up. It doesn't have to be that one every time. I know Arya's got a fire mask. See, I like the SpongeBob one. No, I haven't. You seen haven't it. seen it, dude? No. It was fire. See, like, wore that shit when we we're like in quarantine. Tough. And like, you know, we weren't paying attention. That sh- like, I-, I just scooped this cat. And we just pulled up to uh, the COVID testing, like. Bro, whenever the team would go into quarantine, you know, like, everyone on campus would get fucked. Yeah. That's why, dude, like, I, so that was the best part about being a commuter, dude. I just lived life as if yeah, soccer whatever. didn't exist, yeah. bro. That was it, because obviously, bro, like, you know how I am with that shit, dude. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck Nobody over. at my work gives a fuck. Nobody's wearing masks, and, like, I haven't been asked, oh, give me your, give me your, uh fucking vaccination card in order for you not to wear masks like i said i said like i don't Bruh, I, like i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right now i don't wear a mask anywhere i go anymore yeah no I, me neither bro me neither i don't walk in a store yeah but you're mask, you're bro, also nothing. vaccinated though yeah but at the same time if someone asks me i say i'm vaccinated yeah at the same time like here's my opinion on it if you're fucking vaccinated you shouldn't why should care, you care? Why, yeah. why do you care if like i'm wearing a mask or not like it doesn't fucking hurt you you're you're supposed to at least this is what we're told right that this is the this is supposed to be an 
immunization. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So if it is, then then why do you care if I'm I'm not wearing a mask? Because it's not a hundred percent efficacy. Well, and I understand also, that, but it's like ninety nine point yeah, something, 98. like like ninety eight percent. Like realistically, let's look like. People people say, oh well, it's ninety eight point point this. Like, what about that extra one point whatever percent, right, or two percent? Yeah, bro, do you do you realize what that is? That that means like you're like two or one one in every a hundred people. But it's not even that because statistically, it's the ninety eight percent. Then it's not a hundred percent transfer rate because even if you come into contact with somebody with COVID doesn't mean that you're yeah, going to contract so that, it. So that that's going to drop it that, down way that more. Drops, like already like my, my chances as an unvaccinated person to contract COVID are, are low in itself, you know? Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, if you get a vaccination, it, it drops significantly yeah, lower. Yeah. It's like another nine, nine. So realistically, it's like, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. It's like a thousandth of a percentile of that of you contracting COVID yeah. because I'm not wearing a mask and I have to have it. Like you know, I, I just I don't know. You know, I am. I, I've had COVID and like I I just uh, I I don't really. I'm not I'm not scared of it anymore. Like I I mean, I was one of the first people I knew who was who was going and and I'm not ashamed to admit this. Where where there was the point in time like this was about over a year ago you know like when covid was still in full swing right in yeah. may in may memorial day weekend dude i said fuck this and i'm gonna live life i told my parents i said listen like you guys you guys could do whatever you want i'm gonna sit i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna enjoy myself right i'm gonna have a good time it's your choice right exactly it's my choice i'm gonna go out and i'm oh fucking you know i work in my room anyway and it's like, I just thought, that, I was like, dude, I'm not going to fucking sit here and I, God knows how long this is going to last. And it's lasted longer than people, or it lasted longer than people thought it would. Yeah. I always think to myself, like, I feel bad for the people. Actually, I don't feel bad. <laughs> but like, I think to myself, like, what if I just actually like sat there and didn't do shit for a whole year? Like some of these people until they got vaccinated. Like that's like a year of my life down down the tube. Down the like, tube, yeah. Like that yeah, you didn't do shit. Exactly, bro. We're young. It's like with every year we get closer. We talked last episode about dying, bro. Every year you get closer to dying, no matter what. However, however old you're gonna be when you die, whatever. Dude, we're fucking young. We gotta enjoy ourselves, you know. Yeah. At a certain point, you gotta s- s- set aside like this slight risk of something happening to enjoy yourself, you know, because. Because realistically, in the end, what's the point if, if what, who, who knows if this shit like ended up dragging on longer, like, yeah, what the fuck would happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just started fucking going out and, and doing my, like going, having fun with my friends. And yeah. it's like, you got to keep progressing. That's what I'm kind of doing right now. Like, I feel like at work, like I worked there over the summer and when I was working there over the summer, I had a, a set job. Every time I went in, I knew exactly what I was doing for the whole day. And there was never a time where I was telling myself, oh, I have no clue what I'm going to be doing this week. I'm, like, struggling to, like, try to find things to do. Even over winter break, it was like that. Um, but now I feel like it's been it's been a little bit more difficult for me because I came in there, and I believe I mentioned this before, like, they want to throw me around 
you know, go into this area, go into this area, learn about this part of the company, eventually potentially get into a leadership position. That's great. I definitely want to do that. And obviously, as I was saying before, that's me moving forward. But I'm also looking right now into getting an MBA. Yeah. At Rutgers. Did I tell you about this? You did tell me about this. I don't know if you I didn't mentioned it. mention it on the podcast. Yeah, so, so I want to get an MBA. I applied to Rutgers and get this dude. So I apply and I'm going through the application process. Like I'm fucking applying to colleges again. Yeah. And filling out all the paperwork. And I get to a point where it's like, oh, uh, I need, we, we need to get your GMAT or GRE score. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that before. I didn't even know it was never. a thing. And there was a line that was like, if you haven't taken the GMAT or it's scheduled, click none. And I was like, oh, okay, must not need it. I click none. So the next day in the morning, I get an email from some Rutgers MBA admissions guy. And he said, oh, we're missing the following two things. Uh, your GRE or GMAT exam or and your letters of recommendation which all I need to do is like reach out to the people who I noted and they would uh, they would do it for me which they did but I emailed them back I was like bro listen like I have no clue what <laughs> this GMAT is yeah. it's essentially another SAT it's a three and a half hour exam four different parts and I never heard of it before so I kind of go, got to go like back into this school frame of mindset and it's kind of feels like I'm, I'm taking an even bigger step back, even though, even though I know it's going to help me in the future. It's weird. It's a weird situation for me right now. Cause now I'm like studying for this GMAT and I need to get it done by July 15th or I won't get accepted. And I paid it already a $75 admission fee or 80 actually. That's so dumb. And now I need I to pay know. like $150 I mean, to take this fucking exam. So, oh, that's because that's for your MBA. Yeah. Which Fuck, dude. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like, that's like, that's a weird situation, I guess. You know, you kind of, because you, you got out of that school, like you're done with school. And I then, thought so. And then, uh, and then my like first fucking, fucking right day back. on fucking Shamrock, they're like, oh, we want you to uh, try to get your MBA. Bruh. I like my plan eventually was to get the MBA, but for me, I my main goal was to work for five ish years and then go back to school to get my MBA. But my main reasoning behind that was because I wanted to save up money, which is reasonable, yeah, right. But Shamrock, if they're gonna sponsor fuck, it, fuck it, yeah, exactly. They're gonna pay for it. it, they're gonna pay for it as long as I get good grades which I don't doubt that I will, but it's going to take me about four years to complete the part-time program. I mean, you know, it's like, it's a process, but then once you have that, dude, it's, it's just going to be tough. Cause like I have to take classes after work and probably going to be two classes a semester. And men's is doing that right now. Yo, but I'm just, I feel like I have no time other than, other than fucking weekends. That's really it. It's, well, do it's you crazy. really? Yeah, because listen, I'll take you through my whole day. I do the same shit every fucking day. I wake up, brush my teeth. All right, now you've taken me through your work day, so you leave work and what? All right, I'm up. All right, I'll 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 
keep it short. Wake up 5.45, work from 7 to 3.30, get back around 4 o'clock. I fucking walk Summit, and then I make a little meal, probably like lunch, either a bagel sandwich, salad with chicken, fucking, today I had avocado toast, fucking whatever, uh, oatmeal. And then I'll go to the gym at like 7.20, because that's when Juan gets back from work, around 6.30, and then we get ready to go to the gym. I get back at like 9.40. By that time, I'm fucking dead. And I'm going to sleep. I, I make dinner and then I go to sleep. Maybe watch some TV. You could squeeze the class in there. I'll tell you why. Because I finish work at around 4.35. Eat dinner. This is my Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Finish, finish work at 4.35. Pretty much just like... If I don't have training after, listen to this fucking schedule. On Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, this works for Thursdays. All right, I'm going to go through my Thursday. I'll go for a run, mm-hmm. right? And then and then I get back, shower, eat. Usually I have like 15, 20 minutes to eat. And then I'm into class from 6 to like 9.30. Then after 9.30, like I, I, I like rela- uh, whatever, relax. And then I go yeah. to sleep at around... 10 30 11 11 30 like in between like 10 30 and and 12 right yeah. some some point and i wake up seven the next day and fucking start again right it's that or i i wake up at seven do work 4 35 some then i'll have class from six to nine i'll leave at like 8 50 i'll watch the rest of it the next day mm. and then i go to practice that starts at 9 15 till 11 30 so then I'll fall. I'll, I end up going to sleep at around like twelve thirty one. Damn. And I wake up at and dude, that's like a work what time day. Do you wake up? Seven. That's not bad. Yesterday I had a shot ass night, dude. I mean, I w- fucking trained and then I hung out with my friends after fucking training. With, had a few brews. Sat there. Uh, the plan was to leave. You know, there's always a plan, right? And it never goes <laughs> to plan. The plan yeah. was to leave like twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah. It's one ended up leaving. Uh, ended up leaving at like two get home dude and i was and i was like bro fuck i woke up this morning so shot yeah obviously so shot and then i, I haven't have done i haven't done weak drinking yet shit's crazy i but, mean um, I, I don't drink it's not like yeah i know it was just, you know it was just like i have time. i have a problem where it's like you know i fucking go and i have with the boys with the boys and like it's like well you know like the beer is like mandatory <laughs> and then when you, you get the beer and it's like well you have like a few of them and then you know it's not it's not like the best thing in the world to have like four or five beers before you yeah. go to sleep. Uh, oh, and God. And then, yeah, it's fucking shot as fuck, These dude. shits are making me burp OD, too. Side note. Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not having that problem. It's fucking Mexican-ass beers. Because <laughs> Corona's making do the same. Regardless. Like, what I would do on those days that I have class is I would just go to the gym right after work and then have class later in the night. And just hope that they have night. They definitely have night classes for yeah, part times. Yeah, they do. What the fuck? They don't have of course to. they do, dude. They know what people are Especially doing. Especially for the masters, bro. Of course they have part. They have fucking night classes. They have to. They yeah. have to. Specifically for situations like yours. A lot of the fucking master's students are yeah, fucking working. Working. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. I mean, my class is at night. That's not even a master's class. Those days would just suck. Yeah, dude. It's ass. Not like even lie. today. Even today. I was 
I haven't done I haven't had a moment to relax. Obviously like this is my relaxation and you know this hour whatever it's going to be is my time to chill. But at the same time today I get home four o'clock. I walk Summit. Me and Juan are going to the gym. We're at the gym at like five five o'clock. I get back at six forty five. Shower, make a protein shake, and we're recording by seven thirty. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I have I have I told you those days when I have training, even when I don't have training, dude, I barely relax five class. I yeah. just go I just go straight to fucking Dude, I find myself falling asleep in my desk so much. Like I've never I've never actually asked out, but like even today at that last meeting, bro, like just sitting in a fucking chair listening to some guy talk about a system that we use, like an internet system to log shit. Like, bruh, that's not what I want to be doing. I don't want to be learning this shit. I want to be doing something that's beneficial to, like, the company, not some Bro, bullshit. welcome to fucking cor- the corporate world, dude. It's so stupid. So it's going to fucking happen. I know it's going to happen to me, dude. I mean, I sit through some meetings and it's, like, drags on. Yeah. I mean, thank- thankfully, I got, like, some projects that I have to do. And, and a lot of the stuff that I do is, like, I'm doing something. Yeah. Right, but like when I, the good thing is that like my desk, you know, at home I crank up my desk when I feel tired, and yeah, it's you can stand on it, bro. Some people at my work have that shit, and I'm like, fuck, I need that, dude. I need when you stand, that. bro, it's like it's like you're not gonna fall asleep standing, dude. Yeah, you know, like I, I'll be tired as shit, and I'll just like crank it up. Although today, dude, it was the first time in a while that I've had two coffees in one day because i needed that shit bro Bro, you want to know how much coffee i drink in a fucking day i have my original keurig k-cup and then at 8 30 i'll fill up like a thermos which will be two cups of coffee and then after lunch at like one o'clock i'll have another coffee so that's four cups Man, and then i'll have too much coffee and then, bro. and then i'll have fucking pre-workout Otherwise, what? I'll, you want me to fall asleep? I'll deadass fall asleep if I don't drink that coffee. Dude, it's like... It's and like, then I have... You gotta get your then, body used to that shit. I'm mad that I drank two today. On top of I'm that, so I have pre-workout that I take before the gym, which is 250 mi- milligrams of caffeine. You want to stay awake at the desk? Rip some pre-workout while you're sleeping. Yeah, I'll be itching my fucking face and feeling like my fucking hands are tingling if I do that shit. Now you know why fucking dudes on Wall Street do blow, bro. Everyone always calls Yo, them Yo, you want to hear a crazy story about blow on Wall Street? You can finish your thought if you want. I mean, go ahead, dude. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll just add on after the story. Okay. So, Juan is door-to-door salesman selling uh, solar panels. Shout out yeah. to Vivid Sunrun. Man, just, I'm talking about my job is boring, bro. This guy's grinding fucking literally walking house to house banging on doors trying to sell shit whatever kudos to juan he's not in here no live studio audience man's in in the hot ass sun hot ass sun rain fucking sleet snow whatever he's out there hasn't snowed yet we'll see what he does then regardless so he goes up to this one house and apparently it's a nice house whatever starts talking with this guy you know juan very personable person can easily talk with people and he's not just there reading off a script trying to sell these yeah, things yeah, like yeah. he's trying to get to know them you know create a connection and then you know pitch the idea so he's talking to this guy and apparently before or either during college right after somewhere around that time frame this guy was doing stocks 
and he was doing very very good and he was he wasn't just buying and selling like he was like helping people whatever he was working like so, investment banking yeah like that probably yeah. i forget exactly what it was uh and he was doing i don't think i don't think at the time i think he was doing like some coke here and there but Dude, they all do fucking but not like like fucking every fucking day all day type deal wolf of wall street type shit so apparently he was doing so well that he ended up getting an offer from some investment firm in Wall Street. And he declined. And I I promise you this is his reasoning. This is what he told Juan. Juan told me. He said the reason why he didn't do it is because they do too much blow. And he would end up doing too much blow. And he didn't want to do that to himself. You know why? Crazy dude? You want to know why? Because they, they gotta work stay br- awake, bro. Yeah, because dude, they work brutal hours, bro. Yeah. I have a, f- I have a friend who works at a fucking big, massive investment firm, right? He's got an internship there, and this guy's already seeing it, dude. These guys, it, like, like the hours they work, like this is not a nine to five. This is not your average nine to five. They're in the but office. Isn't the stock market they're, open nine to four? Yeah, but they're working around the clock because technically, technically, the market hours like. Where a stock moves, mm-hmm. the market technically opens at 4 a.m. and closes at 8 p.m. Damn. Because that's like extended hours, right? That's How do you when get you those tra- hours? Well, I mean, on Weeble, you could trade that shit. But think about it. You think those, those fucking companies, why do you think a stock moves before that time and after because like court like firms do that it's like yeah the the actual like market is open from 9 30 to 4 but and that's like standard trading hours but like extended hours it's after hours and like you have to realize like there these workers a lot of them are doing like deals with like massive companies right buying like millions of dollars worth of shares and they're working around the clock. They're in the office by like, in the office in Wall Street, late is 7 a.m. And most of them will leave by like, like 6 p.m. Like 6, 7, yeah. 7 p.m. Sometimes 8 p.m., dude. They stay there till 8 p.m. Imagine that's your lifestyle, right? Working almost 12 hours a day. Well. 12 well. hours a day, six days a week. Sometimes seven, usually yeah. six. Six days a week, dude. Just imagine that. Yeah. Saturday's off. <laughs> Do you know why? Actually, I don't want to say I'm mm. going to get in trouble. With this. Why? Actually, it's not really. I'm not going to get in trouble. Because who's, <laughs> who are the richest people? I don't know. The, the Jews. Yeah? And what's Saturday? The Sabbath. Uh, oh, interesting. Kind of like Chick-fil-A isn't open on Sunday. Yeah, because they're a Christian. Yeah, the stock market isn't open on Saturdays. Interesting. It's not. A, it's well, well, it's not. Open? No, no, it's not. No, no. That actually, the stock market will close for the weekend at eight p.m. Technically, Friday on Friday and, and opens Monday? back up four a.m. Monday. But why do they sun- work Sunday? Again, doing deals like that. That's oh. that's literally half the process. You spend. I was watching a video. You spend around ten percent of your time doing actual like market trading, studying yeah. like like charts and stuff, and you spend ninety percent of your time trying to close deals. Damn. With companies. That's what all these investment banks do. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Mm. And when you when you get down to like the, like that side of it, it's really kind of like a, 
like brutal fucking business because like they wouldn't, they're dealing with like yeah. massive deals which like now you know I, you, you know what i realized like like you know you see people like like our friend uh who plays plays at ngit i'm not gonna say his name but you're gonna know he always posts about dogecoin and fucking is he does work out okay. of it yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah right i'm not gonna say his name so so basically he's fucking posting about like amc you know that whole fucking thing right and amc had a recent run-up from like 12 13 dollars to the 50s right jesus and now this is the weird thing because i was speaking to my friend about this who works at the investment firm they actually looked into the numbers right yeah and you know everyone like all these stupid like the average retail trader including myself like we don't know shit about the stock market we're just fucking idiots right we we don't we don't know what the the trends and and everyone's like oh talking about how like oh this is a pump and dump like like all the people are getting together do you know what percentage of that that like run from from like the the teens to the 50s you know what percentage was that was retail investors retail investors refers to the average investor like you and me like just normal not corporations yeah you know what percentage yeah 11 percent. that's nothing that's nothing. Exactly. 89% was corporate, corporate investment, which goes to show, well, first of all, there, there's two things to take from it, right? Number one is that the what the people are doing doesn't mean shit, right? Yeah. We don't really have control over what's going on. Actually, three. I'm going to say three things. <laughs> Number two, something's going on behind the scenes. Some weird shit, right? The, you know, there's... Everyone always says like you know all oh, the stock market or whatever. Yeah, dude, those they're market manipulators. <laughs> These massive firms are market manipulators. Yeah, of course. They they have the control to manipulate the market. That's why they make fucking billions of dollars, dude. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to be fair, the investment banking like industry is kind of losing money because of all these. Um, uh, brokerages opening and stuff like commission fees are dropping to like almost zero Mm. which which actually in turn decreases the salary of a lot of investment bankers and stuff interesting right which which is like a super interesting concept and that's the trend like normally you'd get paid back in the day you'd get paid around like 25 percent commission Mm -hmm. and nowadays they get paid like five percent which is kind of nuts dude if you really think about it, that's but, fucked up. That's called robbery. Well, it's ro- Well, it's not robbery based on the companies aren't paying them because they're not making as much off a of commission anymore. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like back in the day, they were able to make twenty five percent off a of sale. So you make twenty five percent off a of fucking million dollars. You're getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You make five yeah, percent yeah, off yeah, of a million. That's what yeah, fifty thousand dollars. Well, because because now the revenue's not there from commissions. So I I you don't get you don't you well yeah you don't they don't earn a million dollars as easily anymore that's the thing the company is a million taking of more it, money off of the fucking away from the salespeople, are they not a lot of the money that companies make nowadays isn't from commission from sale sales it's of just stock. from the stock themselves it's from like the charge of doing like a deal with them mm, so and, and like a lot of different like fees that that these companies have to pay in order to go through like the investment banking industry and like it's kind of like it's a it's a complicated 
subject. But and the th- the third point that I was going to make though, right, which is kind of important to talk about, it's like goes back to like the average retail retail trader, right? Yeah. So, you know, well, basically in turn, I was just going to talk. The third point is kind of what I mentioned before is that we're all like the average investor is just a fucking idiot. Like in terms of like, no, I'm not saying like an idiot, but like, like what the the they best don't know thing what the corporate people know. the best thing to do is to invest in a stock. I'm I'm guilty of this that I don't do this, but the best thing to do is just invest. Let your money sit in a company that you believe in, mm-hmm. or company a few different companies. It's probably best a few different companies that you believe in, and you leave your money there and you let it sit for how long years over a year at least that's like that's when you you don't get charged for like it it goes from being being taxed from short-term investments or taxed differently than long-term investments Mm long-term investments are taxed less and like the the thing is like it, it as long when when people watch like a stock constantly and how they're doing there's certain upswings and downswings yeah, yeah, yeah. that force people to like sell it, you know. Yeah. And if you just let it sit there, like the S and P five hundred on average gains like, like seven percent uh per year, or so, Damn, some sort. Seven percent is pretty big. Which is like, if you think about it, you toss like, a, like it. it it's I, a retirement. I for, although right no, there. that's on average. But I think in the last seven years, or, or I forgot how many years it is, the S and P five hundred has increased by over a hundred percent so yeah. you would have had a hundred percent return if you just leave it there but the problem is people don't leave it there like i don't leave it there i trade <clears throat> investing and trading are two different things trading trading is like short term yeah yeah buy and, and sell buy and sell yeah well like investing is like investing in a company leaving your money in there for the long term you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a it's it just goes to show how much like people like I, I started to realize this when like I started scrolling through like Weeble comments because Weeble and Weeble under like different stocks that you you have the option to comment something under it. And I see all these people like talking about like hold the line, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, like all that shit that Classic. I even said that shit. But then to I the started. Moon. But then like, yeah, to the moon. I started. I sat back and I started to realize like these people don't realize like what they're talking about. Like like that. You buying a hundred shares is minuscule and will not change the price of a stock. Yeah. It just won't. Regardless of what you think. You have to realize like in order to alter the price of a stock, you have to have millions and millions of dollars, right? Yeah. And who has that? The corporations do. Of course. That actually changes the price of a stock. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. But it it goes down to like the simple terms of like supply and demand too, like yeah, if there's a massive sell-off, there's a massive sell-off, and that's going to change. If you have ton- millions of people selling off a stock, then it's like millions of dollars worth of shares. Yeah, the people as a whole could have something to do with it, but like, let's say there's like fi- uh, a thousand people who own shares and they sell off a stock, that will have less of less of an effect on the stock price than one massive company deciding to sell scale yeah. out of their. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the answer to this. So, what what's what's keeping a company from investing five six million dollars into a small stock 
increase it drastically and then just take their money out. It'll and, be and they've made an instant What well, the problem five, is it's like dollars. it's like well the thing is it's not as simple as one company doing it, right? And a lot of times, like six million dollars. Like, I'm talking about be, like putting. No, it's we're talking. I, I, like I don't know. I don't we're know. talking billions. Like if it has to be billions. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Like how much? How many stocks? The how much money would it take to raise a stock a dollar? You know what I'm saying? I don't know the exact answer know to that, statistics. but I know that it's like, it, it. There's a lot of different factors that go into it, which, but but you have to realize that like, it's not just like the companies. It's like it's like that's why, dude, Tesla. Remember how Tesla bought like yeah. $1.5 billion worth Dogecoin. Of, of Bitcoin, Bitcoin? Bitcoin originally. Bitcoin. It was Bitcoin. And they Elon sold like 10% of their, well, they sold 10% of their, of their uh, thing and of, of their uh, position. Yeah. And it dropped like after that was announced, like it dropped drastically. Well, I'm right? assuming other people took out their money too at that time. Well, that's the thing, right? It causes... Yeah. One company like that, though, single-handedly Pulling has so out. much control yeah. over what happens yeah. to, like, the supply and demand of the stock that it's almost... Well, the, the thing is, it's, like, companies, there's actually more money for investment firms in shorting yeah. than... That's why you hear all this shit, like, the short squeeze and stuff. Yeah. Shorts, covering, whatever, blah, 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 this, that. Because... And that's why, like, all these companies are keen on shorting because... If a company is buying and selling, like if they sell a certain amount of shares, but there's not enough people to buy the shares, like that's the problem why Tesla couldn't sell all their position because there's not enough buyers. There has to be buyers. Like it's not just some random shit that you're buying. There has to be shares to buy and shares to sell, you know, while shorting, you're technically borrowing shares, right? And it doesn't have to be done that way. Yeah. And essen- and think about it this way. You're shorting a stock in which millions of people, there's tons of investment in it, right? If you short it and the stock price drops and tons of people lose money, you're the one that's gaining that money. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I feel you. And there's more money in shorting for these big corporations than actually buying shares. Like I know, no, no, I'm no, no, sorry. Not for the companies. I'm talking about the investment banks. Okay. The investment banks are more on the short side and hedge funds. Hedge funds are like a massive yeah, they do a part of it. I've been getting into stocks recently. Yeah. You started investing or what? Uh, yeah. I'm into my 401k. I mean, dude, that's like, that's probably like the best place to do it. It's like, not really. I'm capping. Like I literally did a, a paperwork uh, yesterday and today. Uh, I learned a lot though. Like the difference between a Roth yeah. and a pre-tax. A, a Roth is probably your best bet. That's what I went with. I went with a, a Roth. Roth is, the, is I went your with best Roth. bet because that's untaxed. Yeah. No, it is taxed. It's taxed. And then whatever is in your account you could take out untaxed. But the 401k or the pre-tax is that you take out money. So let's say let's say I make $100,000 a year. Yeah. And I choose to put 10% of my paychecks into my pre-tax 401k. So in 5 years, I'll have $50,000 that I put away, not including like however much it grows and whatever. Yeah. 
So let's just say for reference, it let's, for to make it simple, it doesn't grow. I have $50,000 in that account. Now, when I'm 65 and retire, and I try to take out money, that $50,000 is going to be taxed. However, for a Roth, it's taxed prior. So same scenario, I put $10,000 a year away for however many years. It might get taxed originally, but when I take it out, it's untaxed. And the benefit of the Roth, and it might seem like, oh, it's redundant. Like you're, yeah. just, you're just either getting taxed now or taxed later. But the interesting part and what my dad brought up is that let's say you're making a shit ton of money. Eventually, you're making three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year. Your tax bracket is going to be much higher than that of somebody only making seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. So, if you go into a Roth, then that means you're going to get taxed fucking OD. In that situation, when you're older and you're making a fuck ton more money, you should go with the four hundred one k. Because when you retire, you're not going to be taking out three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you're going to be taking out much you need. You might only be taking out ninety thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you're not going to be taxed as much. But when you're younger, you might not be making as much money. It doesn't really matter, and you're sitting, and it's beneficial for the future because eventually, when you do take it out, that money originally has already been taxed. Yeah. And I went with, and you. it was interesting that you said an S&P 500 index. I saw that, and that's actually one of the things that I'm putting my money into. Now, it's not S&P, it's Vanguard. Oh, no, Vanguard, no, that's... that's it's uh, the Vanguard 500 index. No, Va- Vanguard is a, is a... Fuck, dude. I can't believe I'm forgetting the word. It's a... I know this. I don't know either. No, no, no. I, I know what, I know this word. My dad sent me an email because he, he's big into that shit and, and he suggested it. But uh, I'm in seven different stocks. Or I'm sorry, excuse me. Seven different things I invested in. So my company is really cool. You have three different options you could choose from. You can either choose just like a T-Row retirement fund, which they do it yourself based off the year oh, you're expected. Vanguard is an ETF. What's that? I don't know what that is. He's going to look that up too. The other option is to choose between five different uh, categories. You're either conservative, moderate, aggressive, ultra-aggressive. Right, yeah, what what well, is it? Well, it's an exchange-traded fund. So, so well, I know what it is, but uh, I just want to remember what it stands for. Oh, okay. Basically, like, Vanguard is, like, almost like an investment company. And, like, they, mm-hmm. they basically, like... They invest, and as if their value goes up, then you're invested in the Vanguard ETF, yeah. then, then the value of your... But yeah, so uh, essentially 85% of my 401, or well, my Roth is going into, uh, it is a 401k, it's a Roth 401k, and then there's a pre-tax 401k, whatever. So 85% is in stocks and 15 is in bonds. Okay. The guy that I was talking to today was telling me I should do 100%, but I was like, my dad's telling me to do a little bit. and He saved up enough money with stocks and investment to pay for three kids' colleges, so I'm going to listen to Big Dog, Papa Castro. Shout out to Big Man. 
Man knows what he's talking about. My he dad actually does. worked on the stock market for a few yeah. years. But he stopped because he thought it was unethical, you know that? Was he doing blow? Left, right, and center? I mean... We will not uh, disclose this information. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't tell me, to be honest. But I wouldn't... I'm not going to say that I wouldn't doubt it, but I, I don't I don't know. He only worked there for like two years. Oh, okay. And, and so he just realized that it was unethical. Maybe that was part of it. But he just talked about he he just felt like he was robbing people. Yeah. You know, it was like a similar kind of process to like what what happened at uh like the the wolf, you know. Yeah. Well, kind of gonna... kind of a fucked up uh It's a fucked up business, dude. It's the thing. People don't realize how fu- uh, like people thought, you know, when you watch Wolf of Wall Street it almost seems like a fantasy land, dude. Mm. Wall Street's a fucked up place, bro. It was a good, uh, good movie though. It's my favorite movie, bro. You know, I have I've only watched half of it. I never watched the second half. I'll tell you, you could be just as entertained watching like Jordan Belfort tell stories, bro. <laughs> I swear I've to. seen some of those clips. Nah, it's pretty crazy. Dude, man's got the crazy stories. Like you realize at that point, like I, I thought to myself, like the movie isn't a hundred percent accurate, but he does say that his life was that crazy, and he tells yeah. some nuts stories, like yeah. shit that's like blows your fucking mind <laughs> i'm sitting there like bro what the fuck like who's the guy uh something bolzerian dan bolzerian, dan bolzerian. that's that's you think that's he's a got whole, a similar life no really dan bolzerian it's a whole fuck situation i know about it i don't want to should i go into it now i mean I'm, i'll say quick, he, he claims he claims okay dan bolzerian well i don't know about the craziness part I'll tell you this though, Dan Bilzerian, like his come up. I mean, this dude. You have to realize, like this guy, like literally, like claims that he made all his money off of poker, which is fucking bullshit. I thought it was off the weed industry. No, no, he has a weed in. He has a weed company that loses tons of money every year. Yeah, and that's why they fire like their CEO like once every year or something like it's. He fires like his CEOs all the time. How do you lose money off that shit, bro? Because, dude, it's like a con- it's a super saturated business right now. Like a lot of people are going, you know, like weeds. weeds yeah, but bro, that's what you, you have go to, to realize. These, you got to go to these places that are uh, like just starting to fucking yeah. Get, but what you get, don't, what you don't, the states that are just yeah, starting to legalize it. I was thinking it. that. Like, he's yeah, yeah, but I was to New Jersey. Not I was move, thinking. Make places. I was, I was I was thinking that, and I brought that up to I forgot some someone I knew who like is very very like knows a lot about the the weed industry and they were actually talking about you don't realize people have licenses and stuff as and get their license and everything and have things set and plan like planned in advance five years prior to the signing of the bill like as soon as this starts getting discussed like they've already signed contracts and license agreements behind the scenes to be able to like establish themselves that's what you don't realize and dan bilzerian runs a company that's not like uh, it's not a, like based out of like just a retail store. It's all online. That's the problem. I mean, dude, I like I, I know it's like fucked, but but I, I the, re- regardless, he made all his money through a trust fund from his father. Yeah, his father was super had an insurance. Um, used to do insurance fraud, right? And basically scam people with yeah. insurance. Made tons of money, and the only way to avoid getting that money taken away was yeah he got arrested for it but he put it all into his son's trust fund yeah 
Dan Bilzerian had all this money, and that's it. Done. He he could do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Yeah. And that was it, bro. This guy just ended up having all this money this way, and then... That that's that's how his money came. Like that's how he got his money. He mm-hmm. didn't fucking make his money off of poker. And I, if you ask anyone who's played poker with, they all say he's fucking trash at poker. <laughs> he's not good at poker. He's just a scam artist. He just says that you know to claim like to act like this big shot, but he's yeah. not actually good at poker. He always claims like, at, and then his excuse was like, oh, well, I always played with like the rich millionaires and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's why. Like I always. I always, uh, this is what he said after he used to claim that he made all his money up from, like, poker for, in college and, like, right after college and stuff. But after, like, people started calling him out on his bullshit, like, pros who actually sat down at the table with him, right? He started saying, oh, I just play with, like, the rich millionaires and stuff who'd, like, play with that, which is fine, right? Yeah. But there's no way this guy, this guy plays a stupid, like, I've seen, like, Videos. clips, like, he plays stupidly like there's no way he could be profitable over a long period of time playing poker maybe just gets lucky with his rich friends even if he gets lucky dude like like there's no way you could be that profitable over a certain period of time you can't you just can't yeah it's impossible like the math you would have to be so i don't think and i don't think he is judging by his background like i think he actually like that's how he made his money through the trust fund i know that yeah I don't think that he made that much money off of poker. Like that's bullshit. Nah, he's definitely you doing some be, shit on the side. Yeah, you can't be profitable off. Of, not even doing shit on the side, dude. He just fucking his dad made a shitload of money fucking true, scamming people, bro. Regardless, that's, it's now time to go. Put on the deep. deep reference. We usually plan all these episodes. That was the first oh, yeah. one we've ever just done off rip. We couldn't really come up with any topics. We were like, bro, let's just talk. Yeah, That's the main just... reason we started this fucking podcast in the first place. We'd be able to sit down and talk for hours on end. So it was about time we yeah, tested dude, it. We I just... think it went well. It did, yeah. Literally, the we always have notes, and literally it's just written down. Let it rock. Yeah. And actually, the one... Did you even <laughs> talk? He had a, one note was to talk about Summit's haircut. We haven't even talked <laughs> oh, about that Oh, that's yet. actually fucking funny. That's funny as shit. Oh, Do you wow. want to touch on that real quick before uh, we... Basically, I needed to give her a haircut and I fucked her shit up. It was a tough time. She looks like a fucking baldy now. Yeah. A rat, bro. A fucking rat. It'll grow back, though. Whatever. It's hair. But now it's time to go From the Deep. Speaking of From the Deep, we got a comment from Edwin Jr. 898 <gasps> Oh my god! Also, follow Vision, Tr- Vision Trades. He's also part of... Uh, Ed's. You guys remember uh, yeah. Ed Bermeo from a couple episodes ago, or last season, excuse me, uh, talking about vision trades. He's also part of that. But he asks, where's the basketball player shooting from deep? So I got a confession. If you guys uh, saw our last uh, episode's thumbnail, Baba Booey, great If you episode, haven't listened to that out. episode, listen to it, please. Very uh, religious, definitely fire. But, as you guys know, I've been making the thumbnails ever since, I believe, episode four. I've been putting Jose shooting a basketball, or like his face on an NBA player shooting a basketball from the deep. It's about him. Always got to signify the boy. But I didn't put it on. Why? Great fucking question. And you know what? I'm actually very, very glad somebody noticed that and called me out for it. Because this is a decent story. No, this story. is good. This is good. So our first two episodes of this season have both come out late. 
I believe, correct? Yes. No, 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 no. They both came out on Friday. And were recorded on on yeah. the release date. Exactly. One was, I think, released at like 2, and the other one re- was released at like 7 o'clock at night. Regardless, we mentioned on the last episode, season, or not the last, two episodes ago, episode 2 of season 3, that we're going to be consistent from here on out. And we recorded the third episode on a Tuesday. Same exact thing we're doing right now. Yeah. Plenty of time. That leaves me Tuesday night, which probably wouldn't happen. Wednesday, Thursday. So two days in between for me to fucking edit it, create the thumbnail, fucking do everything, get it done. And Thursday night rolls around and I have just forgot. I was doing something. I was cooking and whatever and I just forgot. And I wake up on Friday, and, like, it's not even the first thing that's on my mind. So, like I told you guys earlier this episode, I wake up 5.45, I fucking go around, do my classic routine, fucking do all this shit. It's fucking 6 o'clock, 6, maybe 15. And I have to leave the house by 6.30, or else I'll be late to work. 6.35, or else I'll be late to work. And it's, like, 6.15, and I'm like, oh, Fuck! I fucking forgot to do anything with the podcast, bro. I forgot to edit it, didn't make the thumbnail, nothing. And I knew in my head, I was like, I have one or two options. I could either wait, do it when I get back, fucking probably, I'll get back at four, it'll get released, edited by like five, whatever, probably before five, but still. And I was like, nah, bro, fuck that shit. I have to do it now. And so I did it mad quick. I clipped the front, clipped the end, saved it, put it on anchor. While that was processing, I started making the the thing. And I was checking the time, and it was like 6.28. And I wasn't even dressed yet. I was fucking in my underwear. Fucking, I was like... If I, I was making the thumbnail, it was already in the last piece I had to do was Jose putting him from the deep. But by doing that, I would have had to go online, screenshot a thing, put it on Snapchat, put his head on, screenshot yeah. that, email it to my fucking computer, put it on PowerPoint, crop it, remove the background, scale it, and then snip it. And I knew that was going to take me probably about five minutes and would have made me late to work. So I said, fuck it. I can't put it on this episode. Hopefully nobody will notice. Nobody will say nothing. And I just fucking did it, put it on, wrote the description real quick and posted it. And I can't believe somebody fucking caught it. I actually, I, mean, I, I actually apologize to Paul. I, I actually apologize to Paul. No, no, you Paul. sent the text right I away. And text. obviously, dude, like I, I, I'm not going to say anything because you've yeah. done, you've edited Every single episode except for except, one. Except for one. Yeah. When when you were in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I say, yo, so I forgot to upload the potty last night, so I had a rush to do it this AM. Didn't have time to put Jose in or write the best title slap slash description. Uh what was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just named it Baba Booey, featuring Baba. I'd rather be up on this week though instead of around four thirty. And he said all good doesn't matter. The man's the man. Yeah, but I was also, like, at that point, like, I was half asleep. I, I woke up, and I was, like, so tired. I was just like, oh, dude, I mean, I, I don't really mind. As long as it was posted, like, yeah, I, I didn't really care. It was up. And, I mean, that's what matters in the end, right? That we fucking posted it yeah. on 
at the right time, on time for you guys, as always. Yeah. Because we're fucking consistent. Because we're That's fucking why. like that. Because we're always like that. And you know what? Thank you guys so much for listening to another fucking episode of 2D Podcast. We fucking hope to see you guys again next week. You know the Let's fucking vibe. Hey, you know how it is. Summit. Baldy. 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 Baldy.